again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on FBS Fireside, the place where we bring men to life by bringing life to men. I'm so glad to be back in the studio today. This is your host, Jaworski Vance, and I finally have Worldwide Willard and Talking Tally back in the studio. Fellas, how y'all doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. What about you, Willard? Doing wonderful, blessed, and highly favored. Glad to be back in, in the house of the Lord one more again, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm so glad. Well, thank you so much for letting me talk to your mom last week, man. Miss Brown, you did wonders when you prayed for us last week, and we just definitely appreciate you. Uh, Tally, can you do us a favor and pray for the show today? Amen. Well, I'm not sure ain't competing with mama because mama can bring that prayer in. But Lord, we just thank you for right now. We thank you, Lord, that this space we give to you, God, we give it to you for a divine purpose to reach men, to go inside of homes and to reconcile and to bring life to men and bring them to the, the world they're in. Lord, I thank you right now for my dear brothers, Jaworski and Willard. And we pray this show edifies and glorifies in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. amen 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 man thank you so much guys i had to do a couple of shows by myself and i have to admit it was a bit nerve-wracking with everything we've got going on today trying to squeeze in time to do it and uh, i just want to just dive into the depths of what fathers are up against here in 2020 with the recent election with all of the racial tension with uh, COVID-19, you know, what are you guys seeing out there in terms of men and the challenges that they're having to face? Man, well, I'm going to jump in first and I'm going to let you bring it on in. But the word I heard first was tension, right? I think the one thing that we have to kind of, I hate to say it, but we have to realize that we're under constant tension. I'm just not sure if there's ever been a time uh, for me as a father, me as a black male, me as a man that I've never uh, had a certain level of tension, right, that I've had to manage. And I feel like uh, in this dispensation, I feel that many men, especially uh, happen to be black men, are really, we're more equipped than what we give ourselves credit for because, you know, tension and stress has kind of been part of our DNA. What about you, Willard? What do you right. think? Yeah, I, b I believe that definitely uh, we're built for it. But at the same time, I, b I agree with you. This is unprecedented in terms of tensions coming from all angles and different facets mm -hmm. um and sometimes you don't even realize how much it affects you until it hits home um of course with the racial tensions and, and everything going on um you're, you're kind of apprehensive about the police anyway but i had an experience where my uh my son was pulled over for the very first time he's a recent um driver 17 year old um uh, was driving home and he had a light out and I just wasn't thinking about um, the protocol. When he called me, he was like, look, I just got pulled over. And he was in Germantown, which is a, 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 a notorious area for police being kind of over aggressive, over aggressive. And um, I literally was nervous. I was nervous. I didn't think I would ever be nervous, but I was just like, I hope he says the right things. I hope I've coached him well enough. I hope he keeps his hand at 10 and 12. I hope he doesn't have to rumble through anything. And, and you know, it was it was fine, but it was just that that emotion. I, I didn't expect that emotion. So uh, it's so many different things where we are strong, but we got Achilles heels everywhere during this time. Oh, man, that's deep. So it's it's really difficult to hear you say you experienced trauma when your son 
encounters law enforcement that's supposed to protect. Right. Yeah, right. That's, that's that's tough. And right. and that's just one, like you said, one of many different challenges that men have to face these days where they really have to work hard to hold it together because uh, the issues run deep. They just run deep. You know, some of my white brothers and friends uh, that I talk to often, man, I have to kind of try to encourage them during these times to uh, stay the course and understand that it will take some time to unpack where we are. You know, For it's sure. not something that's going to happen overnight, but as long as they give it the energy and the love that it deserves, it can be unpacked for the men that God has sent here to do that type of work. Right. Definitely have to be invested, though. They definitely have to want to, like, for seriously want to. And I hope uh, the friends that you're talking to, you're talking about, you're referring to have that desire because that, that would be definitely rare because uh, I'm around a lot of people who have no desire to know me, know anything about me. Um, and we're on the same. My, our kids play on the same basketball team, go to the same schools. And it's just a it's a, it's a blessing to hear that you have some friends. Um that want to know what's going on with you and see how they can relate, help, or just be a part of, you know, the healing that's, uh, that should be going on in this country right now. Yeah. And, you know, when you guys are saying that, I mean, I'll just jump right in because what we're talking to, we're talking to fathers out there, men out there that, you know, Hey, honestly, you might be on the deep end. You might be on the deep end of some relationships, maybe at home, maybe at work, maybe right on your own block. And, um, it's amazing because what came to mind when you guys were talking about it is that Christ, he came and said, I give you two new commandments, right? And one was, you know, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and sin you. And the other one was to love, love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's amazing how these two new commands really almost trumped the 10 commandments, which involves stealing and killing and all the other things that were in that original commandment. But when he jumped in with this thing to say, Hey, love me and then love your neighbor. I mean, that kind of like where we're at right now, because I'm telling you, that's kind of the only thing that we can do to, to soothe this, uh, this beast, if you will, the beauty, I think about beauty and the beast that sometimes black men, we know, I was saying, honestly, we sometimes can be perceived as the beast in certain situations and, you know, love covers the most of the sin. And so I just think for this show, we are reaching out to men, whether white, black, or whatever the case may be, but we would like to let you know that in this right. season of your life, as you experience this tension, um, you know, love still conquers and covers all. Right. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says, do not consider it strange. Your brothers throughout the world are going through similar suffering. So know mm -hmm. that we uh, we're praying for you. Uh, we have our challenges, too. Um, so we're going to go into this first song by Lecrae, who speaks about it a little bit more deeply. And the song is called Deep In. And we'll be right back here on FBS Fireside. 320 over at Cups and all of them sat on this man family is demanding answers today. The death of a frontline healthcare worker, Rihanna Taylor. There's a black male running down the street. I just need to know what he was doing wrong. Tonight, new calls for racial equality at police. Police here now firing tear gas into the crowd. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. I've been trying not to go off the deep end. And we're back. You know, when I think about that song, Deep End, I mean, I'm telling you, I've been there. I was there at, I was there at uh, 19. I probably was there again at 
23, you know, I mean, I had four children by 26 years old, you know, this is what it is. And I was married at 22. And I can tell you, I, I've been on the deep end several times, uh, just not knowing what to do and how to do it. And so I was excited when I got connected with men uh, who was willing to partner with me, mentor with me, uh, help me get through some things. And it made a big difference. Um, what about you? How, how do you feel about Jaworski in terms of your journey? Well, man, uh, that's why we I started up Fathers, Brothers and Sons, because, of course, you know, my father killed himself a week before my ninth birthday and uh, self-care and mental health has always been without me really knowing why um, it's been important to me for myself and anybody I come in contact with. Willie, you know it. You know, we were <laughs> we were always we were young men, always counseling each other and sharpening each sure. other so that. In Mississippi, guess what? We wouldn't even go off the deep end, you know, as a uh, young man, because we could have right. drugs, we could have went to gangs, you know, we could have went to uh, promiscuity, a number of different social problems derived from fatherlessness. And right, I just, I just pray that the men out there who are trying to do the best that they can for their children, that you just continue to persevere, you know, stay saved in the midst of. Uh, any adversities that come your way because you too can overcome that. Uh, so will it tell us what, what's an example of, of some of the tension or the conflict or challenges you face coming up as a black father without a father? Uh, it's so many different things I didn't know. I think one unique thing was you, you almost saw everything through a female perspective. Um, I saw mm -hmm. relationships through a female perspective. I, I saw responsibility through a female perspective. And my mother, she she's she's the GOAT now. She's the MVP. And um, she was able to be, she had the strength of a man. It's almost like that uh, that secret uh, deodorant, strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. <laughs> but he ain't she, balanced uh, for a woman. <laughs> huh? I said pH balanced for a woman. Right, pH balanced for a woman. So um, she was that for me, but at the same time, um, in certain situations, she couldn't teach me how to be a man. Mm -hmm. um, she gave me all the love she could as a mother, but she couldn't teach me how to be a man um, because she didn't know what, what it took to be a man. Um, and I think that's, that's divine. It's supposed to be like that. So there's certain things um, I didn't understand or know how to do, change oil or understand um, changing tires. Those are things that I had to come into by myself on my own or through friends, you know, like such as yourself, um, people who were out there. Uh, we lived in an apartment complex, so it wasn't yard maintenance and things of that nature. It didn't come naturally to me. Um, so there's a lot of things I missed out on um, not having a father. But guess what? I want to challenge the men that are listening out there that you you can do more. You are strong. And then I encourage you even to to reach out to as a way of therapy, reach out to somebody else that does not does not have a father. Because um, one of my um, players, um, former basketball players, was murdered um, a week ago. And I just think about, um, I did try, I did reach out, and I know I can do more and I'm going to do more. Um, because there has to, we have to come back. We have, there has to be some, some catching up 
some gaps have to be filled. And if you are a strong man and you are I'm on the right track being a father, reach out to more um, young men, mentor. Um, big brothers, big sisters, fathers, brothers and sons, you know, um, 24-7 dad, all these initiatives out here, you know, get involved because you're needed more than you know. And you can do it. You really can do it. And Willie, I, I'm going to sum it up and say this. It's one thing to get saved. It's another thing to stay saved. Because it takes a certain level. I mean, you know, your mom, mothers do a great job of getting you in the game, but it's up to you to stay in the game. And I know you've been a coach and you, you've given a player a shot, but it's up to that player to take the shot in order to remain in the game and be a part of a winning opportunity. And I think fathers need to be mindful no matter where you're at in, in the game of life. Uh, the goal is to stay in the game and keep shooting right. your shots, uh, keep working on both ends because sometimes we we can't make all the money. Sometimes we got to protect what we do have and save. And, and we're encouraging men out there during this time of the year. Uh, don't be afraid to save and, and right. hold, a dollar, hold a dollar or two back just in case the family needs you on the back end. And right. so these are all the things that, that, that we're trying to give men hope and some insight that it's okay, you know, if you're treading a little bit of water. Just know that if you save yourself first, uh, you have a task of saving other people. So, Jay, what do you think about that? Oh, that's good, man. The um, one thing that jumped in my mind is that all our tests are temporary. All of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. None of them will last forever. And so mm -hmm. you guys just touched on what we need to do when we have to face all these many adversities because we know they're coming our way. So let's go into this, this next song that will help us recognize just what we're supposed to do in the midst right. of challenges that are inevitably coming our way. Uh, Canton Jones with Stay Saved. And we'll be right back here on FBS Fireside. Stay safe. I'm going to stay safe. I'm going to stay safe. I'ma stay and we're back. Yeah, man, I tell you, that's I think that's what I'm saying about, the, you know, we're talking about the pandemic and the tension. This is the trick. The trick is staying saved. And what is saved? You know, what does salvation mean to you may not necessarily mean it to me. But the reality of it is, is having sanity of mind, having a sane mind. I would say having an open and clear heart where you can still make positive decisions for your family and for those around you. That's one of the key components of fatherhood. Uh, Ruth Yard Kipling uh, talked about it in a poem called If. If you can keep your head when all about you is losing theirs. <laughs> right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I love that song, uh, Stay Saved. It's so it's funny, but it's definitely giving you real life situations. Um, and as fathers, we do have to um, not give in to anger. Uh, not not give in to because here's the thing about getting angry and I used to tell my players and tell my sons all the time you can determine when you get angry but you can't determine when you calm down it could be two days later it could be 24 hours later and who knows what damage you will cause um, while you're angry so staying saved is I agree um, just not giving in to those natural impulses of the flesh to um, be emotional and as men, we have to stay on an even keel. We have to be the ones who are, who are rational, even in the face of emotional situations. Yeah, I, and the only thing, I would just challenge one thought that you said, Will, is like when we get angry, it's not possible to, to stop. But I think the word of God kind of helps us, and that's why it's so important to 
hide this word in our hearts because God says vengeance is his, thus said the Lord. Okay. And a lot of times that anger, the reason it doesn't subside is because we want to uh, do, we want to become unsaved. Like the song says, mm -hmm. the opposite of that, you know, and then just act out. But I think that's also a product of what you said earlier about, you know, being raised in environments where we haven't seen fathers model a Christ-like response to adversity. Right. Wow. If we've got yeah. that. Well, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, crisis intervention, crisis management, I think that is one of the, when you talk about going deep and staying saved, what we're talking about is underlying um, skill sets mm -hmm. and things that fathers Mature, I would say mature fathers, fathers that's kind of been in the game, they begin to display those characteristics and don't even know that their sons are watching them navigate adversity, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. when, like I said, yeah, we, we just moved into a house and things of that nature, and there were challenges. And at any time, I could have chose not to stay saved. I could have let, I could have given way to my wrath and my anger about certain things, but I also know I'm always on display as a father. Um, and I need to always make sure I'm in a position to to stay strong and stay sober minded. That's what I mean in that regard. So they can always see what that looks like. And I think Christ did it when the disciples on the boat. I mean, that story is a, a, a powerful story because all those men was on the boat and the boat was shifting and turning. And they just said, Lord, don't you care if we perish? And, mm -hmm. you know, they, they were, God was able to the, when he said, peace, be still. He was talking to everybody, the storm, people on the boat, <laughs> you know, right, right, right. I think for us, we need to have a heavenly mindset in the midst of adversity. And we're telling men right now, maybe you've been going through purity hell, bottom line, uh, but I'm going to remind you of what Christ told his disciples, yield little faith. And then he said, peace, be still. So, you know, right. that's something that resonates for me. Man, that's, that's big, Tally. Um, I was convicted by myself and by your words it just then. <laughs> because, you know, our, 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 our do kids, right, our kids do what we do. They don't always do what we say. Um, and, you know, even even as an adults, you picked up habits that were that were good and bad from your parents because you did, you are doing what they did. And um, I, I've seen my son now doing things that, I didn't mean for him to copy or emulate, but he's, he does it. I literally just shook the dog's cage, like hit it, like, yo, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new dog. Come on, have some patience, people. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to get it to be quiet. I, I'm coming downstairs and I'm, I'm recording and I hear him hitting the cage. I'm like, come on. Give me a chance. So we definitely have to stay. <laughs> we definitely have to stay in that in that heavenly mindset, because even I might not have road rates, but I'll say something uh, slick or snide and say, mm -hmm. OK, lady, today or something like that. And he does it. I'm just looking at him like I wish I could take all those times back. So. From here forward, you know, I'm, I'm with you guys out there. Look, nobody's perfect. We're all trying to strive toward the mark, press on toward the mark. But we definitely right. have to be living examples because they're going to do what we do, not what we say. Man, look, I know both of your sons. Y'all have done a phenomenal job. The worst is you can judge a tree <laughs> by the fruit that it bears. 
Well, I know you got fire shut up in your bones. Same with you, Tally. Sometimes it just comes out the wrong way. You know, I was hearing another scripture, too, that says everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And God desires for us to experience heaven here on earth. And I hope that this show has helped all of our listeners have a peek, peek behind the veil and what God is doing. Just want to close out with a little prayer to all of the men uh, before we listen to BB and CC Winans, heaven. Well, we just thank you so much for what you're doing. We thank you for the show and all of the people who support it. We ask that you just bless all of our listeners and especially the men who are facing adversities of many diverse kinds. Give them a peace that surpasses understanding that they too may experience heaven on earth. Amen. Amen. Amen.